Welcome to another episode of the Not Your Typical Psychotherapist podcast. I'm your host, Ernesto, and we are on episode number 11. And today I want to talk about imposter syndrome and how to deal with it when it comes roaring through your head and it keeps you up at night and it keeps you from being stagnant in your business. So let's talk about it. Stay tuned. So the pain of being an entrepreneur is not only stopping the ideas that come your way at three o'clock in the morning where you have to do these things, you have to do all the things, the businesses that comes up in your mind early on in the morning or just randomly throughout the day. That's one area to kind of deal with, you know, the, the overload of ideas, the overload of executing these ideas to flourish your business or to create other businesses just for the purpose of having this exciting uh, uh, entrepreneurial journey. But there's also another pain. There's also something that we all deal with as gifted entrepreneurs, and that is imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome has been talked about for years in the mental health world. In fact, there's been a study early on about professionals who have multiple gifts. They have certifications. They're high intelligent, but yet they feel like they are imposters. They are not enough. They're not good enough that they negate and they ignore years and years of their trainings and certifications and their skills. And it, they compare themselves to other professionals who are making it big. They compare their level of success or whatever it is, uh, level of where they're at in their entrepreneurial journey to other successful, perceived successful entrepreneurs out there. And this is a thing. And in the mental health world, we are recognizing it a lot. And for those of you who are experiencing imposter syndrome, it is basically feeling like a fraud that you, everything that you're doing, right? Everything that you want to do, you don't want to do it. You feel stagnant or you become stagnant because you feel like you're a fraud. And uh, th this happens a lot in, um, in spaces where we are surrounded by other entrepreneurs or business builders and those of us who are previewed to other successful therapists who are running successful businesses. For me, it creeps up when I see group practice owners who are killing it. And then I look at my situation, there's another comparison there where I'm a fraud. I have my own group practice and, you know, everything is falling. A lot of things are falling apart. And I thought that the systems that we build were strong enough. And some of these thoughts creep in, even though I know that I have a solid team, I have years of experience in developing a successful business. We are not tanking, but these thoughts keep creeping in because I feel like a fraud. I call myself a group practice owner, and yet there are things that we still are discovering in, the group, in our group practice that needs tightening up. What group practice needs tightening up? Everyone. Uh, we evolve as businesses, right? And so, but in my mind, I'm thinking, Ernesto, you're a fraud. You've seen other group practice owners who are killing it right now, who have this cogwheel system in their businesses and yours don't. 
You're constantly looking at things to improve in your business. You shouldn't be improving things in your business up to this point. These are the things that I have in my mind, even though I know that every business out there, including group practices, evolve throughout time. And anytime you in- introduce an employee or an independent contract within the system, you're always having to improve that system. And But in my mind, I'm feeling like a fraud because I shouldn't be able, I shouldn't be having to tighten the program. I, I don't have to, uh, I can just sit back, right? And let the uh, business grow on its own. And I feel like a fraud because I, I, I'm, I'm constantly making sure that we evolve and we improve in our system. So that's what I have in my mind. I also uh, feel the imposter syndrome creeping in when I look through social media and I see these beautiful posts of people doing retreats and summits and uh, international retreats. And uh, I just did mine. Uh, We were in Tuscany and um, I felt that it was successful but yet I have these moments of imposter syndrome that I feel like a fraud, that everything that I've done in the context of hosting retreats or summit, that it is not enough, that I, I feel like uh, um, it, it, it's chaotic, even though I know on the outside people don't see that, but within me there is an internal battle of feeling like a fraud. This imposter syndrome is so sinister and I know enough that I'm not the only one struggling with this. In fact, many, many creative entrepreneurs go through this from time to time and many uh, coaches or experts in, in this area of dealing with the imposter syndrome, they say to shut it down. They say to eliminate the imposter syndrome's voice in your head as much as possible because it's going to cause stagnation. Well, I want to offer you another approach to dealing with imposter syndrome, which is have a conversation with it. Be curious about it. Do not shut it down because when imposter syndrome, when you feel the imposter creeping in in your head and telling you all of these toxic things about what you're not doing and what you should be doing and you should be comparing yourself to others. You should be at this level by this point. I want to tell you right now that there's another way to deal with it and it's a compassionate way to deal with it. Now, for those of you who do parts work, will understand what I will be talking about, um, which is I personify or I, I talk to that part of me that is shouting and screaming, you are a fraud, Ernesto. You are an imposter. Why in the world are you doing these things? You should just give up now. Very sinister. Instead of me trying to ignore that voice or that part of me who's screaming and shouting like that, what I normally do is I take a deep breath, I sit, and I question. I then kick in my curiosity on why I'm experiencing this. And some of the insights are extremely incredible. And I notice that the more I'm curious and I ask 
myself, why am I experiencing imposter syndrome? The quieter, the softer the voice becomes. Imposter syndrome is nothing more than a broken child wanting to be part of the cool group. I'm going to say that again, okay? Imposter syndrome is just like that child that just wants to be accepted, that wants to feel success, that wants to be successful and be a part of this pool of successful, cool kids. That's what imposter syndrome is. So instead of disinviting or pushing away this broken child, I invite this broken child within my space. I play with it. I talk to it. I nourish it. I make it feel like it's a part of me. To deny the imposter's voice that continues to scream and shout at you that you are a fraud, the louder it becomes. Yes, it visit me many, many times, but the sting of what it says is less hurtful because I allow that conversation. There are times when we have to allow ourselves to throw tantrums because our businesses are not going the, the way that we want to, the way that we want it to go. That's just normal within the space of the mental health world or the entrepreneurial space. It's just normal to experience that, to feel like your business is not enough. To feel like all of your endeavors to create a successful business is not enough. That's just a normal experience for any entrepreneurs, any leaders in the, uh, creating a business. So the imposter syndrome or the imposter within is only information to let you know that, look, I'm scared. I'm, I'm feeling like I need to express myself because if I hold in all of this fear, if I hold in all of this insecurity, the more it's going to affect me physically, my attitude, my relationship with my employees or my colleagues. And the more I, I, I don't address it and talk about it, the more it's going to be the death of my business and my entrepreneurial self. So, the bottom line here is if you're experiencing imposter syndrome and you know for a fact that you have all the skills, all the gifts, all the talents to have be successful in the entrepreneurial space, I want you to know that the imposter syndrome is only an expression of that broken child who wants and desires to be successful. Don't ignore that child. Speak to it, be curious about it, nourish it as much as possible. That child, that broken child, will continue to have tantrums more intensely when you ignore it. I've seen many folks on social media who perpetuate this idea that if you're feeling imposter syndrome, tell it to shut the F up. That's a dangerous way to, to deal with imposter syndrome. Because... I feel that you're denying the information that it's giving you, which is, it's okay. It's okay to feel fear as an entrepreneur. It's okay to feel insecure. It's okay to be where you're at right now, even if you don't feel successful. It's okay. You don't have to rush things. So I think for me, every time imposter syndrome comes up, 
I always ask myself, what are you telling me at this point that I need to know, not only to improve, but to be aware of on how I can nurture you? This is a part of myself that is rooted in generations and generations of poverty mindset. To this day, folks, even with all of my businesses that's happening right now, my summits, my retreats, my coaching business, all of these things, I still feel imposter syndrome. Uh, the imposter within me comes roaring out of nowhere because it's connected to my poverty mindset. I grew up with a generation that works for the money instead of the money working for them. So that is ingrained, that type of attitude and approach to business and my relationship with my business is reflected by those generational messages that I grew up with. The imposter syndrome, the imposter within is only an expression of that which I grew up with. And to this day, this is something that I'm dealing with. I have to be mindful about my past, my ancestors, what I grew up with, so that I don't allow all the negative attitude, the poverty mindset to stop me in my tracks in everything that I do from an entrepreneurial perspective. It's painful. I feel alone at times, but when I speak to other successful business owners who are honest enough to say they struggle, it makes me feel so much more connected to them. Businesses will run you down if you deny the, all the feelings. There's the joy of a successful business, but there's also the heartache of waiting for your business to be successful. When you don't hear the phone ring, when no one is buying your service or product, when you, hear, you only hear crickets, when you launch a service or a program on social media and no, you have one, two, three, four, five likes only, and you know that based on that response that it's falling flat, it really hits that part of our ego that needs to be reassured of our success. Imposter syndrome is only information on how to get better and how to really limit the boundaries within yourself. Sometimes when imposter syndrome overrides us, we become stagnant. We don't want to try new things because the voice in our heads tell us that we're not good enough to be in that same space with the cool kids who have successful group practices, who have successful retreats, summits. We don't deserve to be in that space. That's what the imposter syndrome is telling us. It's not a lie. It's just an emotional, psychological response to what we're not getting. That's what the imposter syndrome is. You have gifts and talents. So here's what I do to deal with it. So number one, I just told you, speak to it, be curious about it, ask it what it's telling you. The next is, be around people who are honest enough to tell you the reality about growing a business. Those who are very uh, um, okay and humble enough to tell you, hey, look, yeah, this is tough, and let me tell you what happened in my business, and how can I encourage you? Be around people who are 
wanting to lift you up. Coaches do that a lot. They're great at it if you have a business coach. If you have a group of colleagues who you can form to meet maybe once a month or so or every other uh, bi bi-monthly, that could be a really good way to kind of bounce back ideas. Because if you keep the emotional responses or psychological responses or the voices in your head that are telling you that you are a fraud, you keep that in your head, the louder and louder it becomes, the more you believe it. So what you want to do is you want to uh, put that in a space where everybody can look at it. You know, a group would be great. I've got a group of guys who I surround myself and just flat out just say, hey, look, guys, I'm struggling. I feel like a fraud. And then they offer their perspective. They look at it from their perspective. They give me some feedback um, and they remind me how much of a badass I am. <laughs> I love these guys. The bottom line is you're not the only one struggling with imposter syndrome. If you are actually struggling with imposter syndrome, that means you are much more powerful and gifted than you think. You've got a ton to offer, but the only thing is you're afraid to step into that space because you know how successful you're, you're going to become. And being successful is also stressful. So it's almost as if imposter syndrome is another way that for that part of you to sabotage your success. It's a thing, folks. If you are struggling with imposter syndrome, carry that as a badge of honor because you have so much in store, not only for your world, for your lifestyle, but the people around you. Be successful. Be successful. Allow yourself to experience imposter syndrome from a different perspective. Instead of shutting it down, have a conversation with it. Be friends with it, you know. Um, journal what it says. Remind yourself to be humble. That's what imposter syndrome does. It's a part of our ego that really helps to ground us. And I think that imposter syndrome, the imposter within has a place in the entrepreneurial space. No matter how uncomfortable and toxic the messages are, I truly, truly believe that it has its space. So if you're struggling with imposter syndrome, have a conversation with it. That's one. Surround yourself with really, uh, 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 with, with colleagues out there, some friends out there who will allow you space to talk about your feelings and your experience of be feeling like a fraud without any judgment or criticism, just allowing you to disclose that type of information from a safe perspective. The next is just do it. See the imposter syndrome comes up any single time when you're doing, when you want to venture into do something big that you are venturing into a project or a service that is beyond and far above your perceived capabilities. Imposter syndrome comes up when you're about to do something big in your business and you feel like you know you can do it, but then you question yourself. Imposter syndrome creeps up. It's that child that says, oh my goodness, I'm afraid. Don't go into that space. Don't. Because it's going to be hard. It's going to be tough. We have to try really hard. What if we fail? 
you're a fraud, um, you're never going to make it. What, what makes you think that you can accomplish this? What makes you think that you can uh, do, do better in this? It happens. Imposter syndrome creeps in when you're about to do something big. And it is a thing. Okay? So I want you to really take time to, to experience imposter syndrome, imposter syndrome from a different perspective. Allow it to move you and change you in a way that it provokes and evokes humility within you and also at the same time inspires you. Don't run away from it. Allow it to speak to you and teach you. Let it be a part of you. Let it be a teacher for you. So if you're struggling with imposter syndrome, I want to let you know, obviously, that you're not alone. And that you have a higher mission to create services and products that is not only going to help you meet that type of lifestyle that you're looking for and wanting, but also for other people around you, your community, your colleagues. They need to see that you keep moving no matter at what adversity you're experiencing in your life. So... I hope that this podcast is uplifting for you. And I want to thank you all for um, listening and for taking the time during the day to uh, really listen to this podcast. And until next time, everybody, I will talk to you soon. Again, my name is Ernesto, and uh, this is the Not Your Typical Psychotherapist podcast. Bye-bye. Thanks again.